0: Welcome to Auckland Libraries podcast. As we celebrate Pride Month across the country, come and visit a new exhibition called Diversity located at Central City Library at level 2 in the atrium space. Now join us in listening to the interviews recorded on September 2015 for the Rainbow Youth Archives. In the following tracks, you will learn about the coming out stories of seven different Rainbow Youth members. Sorry, just bring it back to the more personal um, side now. Um, You said that you came out when you were in university. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that experience? uh, going out of the the little town where you said that you felt like you didn't really belong and going to university, but you did have a supportive group of friends. you want to tell us a little bit more about that, please?
1: Yeah, so um when I went to work out of university, the first thing I found out is what sort of uh, gay events were going on, you know try to figure out where they where the meetings were. Um, and it took me about two months before I plucked up the courage to go to my first meeting, and uh, I actually got drunk. Because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, couldn't do it. I had to get drunk first to, to do it. And I went in there and I just sat there and I didn't move for like the whole hour. Uh, yeah, but, and they were actually good because they approached me and they talked to me and invited me to things that they were going to be doing. And it actually felt good because it was like you know they were the same age. That was really important. And um, yeah. I formed some really good friendships from there, but it was very tough. It took me a long, took me two months to, to work up the courage at university, even though I had in my mind I was gonna do it. I was just terrified.
0: Was there something that you always known when you said that you wanna leave the town, something that you always known that you wanted to reach out and find other people? What was that, that you that made you go to this this that meeting? Um, I guess it was
1: kind of like thinking in terms of milestones, like you know there was it, it almost felt like you were going on a big odyssey, you know, and, and I just didn't know how it was going to go. So it all, every step felt a bit more scarier than the last because you just don't know what to, what was going to happen. You imagine something awful would happen. Um. Yeah, because it was illegal at the time too in New Zealand back then. So that was the other odd thing. But the university was a safe place because they, you know, it was in their declaration that they were uh, uh, accepting of gay people and all that was in their constitution. So, but still, you know, you're always worried about somebody finding out, telling people that you knew back at home. Because there were a lot of um, my school friends went to that university as well. And I do remember one of my friends who I was really close with he uh he was he didn't handle it well at all. He basically cut me off and that was quite upsetting. He reali- he thought that I was somebody else and I wasn't. I was still the same person. But uh he'd created this idea that I was this new monster. Yeah, that was very upsetting.
0: Did you ever have the chance to talk to him? Or hear his side or for him to hear your side? No,
1: no. He um he just didn't really want to be seen with me. There wasn't that opportunity to, to talk.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how is that? Because, um, as you said, it was something that was illegal and at the time you didn't have that much support until you went to uni. How did that feel for Actually,
1: you? Yeah, sorry. No, that's not... Oh, I got it wrong. It's not illegal. It was uh, nineteen eighty six when it became illegal. Legalised, so no, it was. But I, I think what I rem- no. So it wasn't illegal, but it still felt like it was illegal. It was still a really strong social. Recent. Yeah, it was still. Um, it was still not the you know, you still kind of looked at as being a bit of a freak. Because to be honest, a lot of a lot of the sort of the gay people that I saw on TV and stuff like that, you know, were freakish. You know, they didn't show us as uh, anything other than kind of a bit strange
0: or comical or, you know. Mm. Do you think that helped form a, a, a pattern or archetype in, in your head of what gay people were meant to be or supposed to be or were? I was
1: worried that that might be how a lot of gay people were because at that time it was really hard to know, to to talk about things, it was very, very conservative. Mm.
0: So do you you think there was any major challenges that you faced when we were young, coming into terms with your identity?
1: The biggest fear was people finding out before I was ready to let them know. Because at that time I was still trying to figure out, you know, uh, who I wanted to let know because um, I didn't know really what being gay meant.
0: Does it mean anything to you specifically no? now?
1: Now? Um, oh, it's very much part of, I mean, I've even been with my partner for nine nine years. Yeah, it's, yeah. And he's the same age as me, so it's perfect. You know, we can relate to each other. We see, we've heard the same things. We saw the same TV programs, the same music. Um, yeah, no, it's good. He actually lives on Waikiki, so that's how I ended up here. was because he lived on Waiki and I came over to visit one time and we basically have been together ever since.
0: I was about to ask you how you guys met.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, actually, it was through NZ Dating online. <laughs> Horrible. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. It's just another way of meeting people, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is very interesting that sometimes... There's still a little bit of taboo about online dating, don't you think?
1: Yeah, completely. And yet when I've met guys uh, at, you know in nightclubs and all that, they've been too junk or I've been too drunk to really make very good quality decisions and you know, uh, talks you know it's been pretty bit of a hit and miss really. Um, I don't think there's any special way that you can meet somebody. It's just... Yeah, pass. I don't know the answer to that one.
0: (laughs) Do you you have any idea why do you think people feel like that? You've been in a relationship for nine years through... through online dating experience.
1: Yeah. Um... Oh, because I've been in other relationships as well. I've been in three more before that, which were two years, mm. I've been in quite a few, which have uh, been a decent periods of time, um, and I met them in different places mm.
0: yeah. <laughs> and I um, going back a little bit on the when we were talking about challenges and how it was um, when you came out. Um, how do you think you, you dealt with all, all that? Um, looking
1: back, pretty good actually because I made really good friends that were gay and then I knew that they were going to be my new family so no, it didn't matter what happened with my, my birth family or whatever if they didn't accept it then that was actually going to be okay. So I do remember writing a letter to my mum and explaining that I was... Uh, Really enjoying being at university, that I made new friends, and that I was gay. And um, I didn't hear from her until I went back for Christmas, and we didn't really talk about it. And then she just kind of came out to me and said, uh, came out with it and says, "Oh, so are you gay now?" And I went, "Yeah." And then that was pretty much it. She was really upset. She started crying, uh, but. To be honest, I was strong enough to accept it, you know, that whatever they, their reaction was going to be, I knew I was still going to have people who cared for me back in Hamilton. So that's what I held on to. That's why I knew that it was really important to have friendships and networks. So, so when I became involved with Rainbow Youth, I wanted to make sure that that happened for other people because it worked for me. Regardless of how your family are going to react, you're still going to have some people who are going to care for you and look after you. Mm-hmm.
0: You've been listening to Auckland Libraries podcast. You can find further information on our SoundCloud page or see the Auckland Libraries website.